so I don't know what. Matthew chapter 7. And it says, Judge not that you be not judged. For, for with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. And uh, that's the first two verses. And Jesus is talking about us. We're, we're quick to judge a lot of times. Amen. That's, amen. And let me just read on. I'm going to read on to verse number six. And it says, And why beholdest thou, amen, the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but canst, considereth not the beam that is in thine own eye? That's a question mark. Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, let me pull out the molt out of thine eye, and behold, a beam is in thine own eye. Thou hypocrite. First cast out the beam out of thine own eye, and then thou shalt see clearly to cast out the, the molt that is in thy brother's eye. And then he said, give not that which is holy unto dogs, neither cast your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn again and rend you. Uh, this is Jesus. Uh, he, he's he's going to, in this, in this seventh chapter, there's four different uh, times that he asks his questions and, and answers them somewhat. But he's trying to get them, the questions he's asking is trying to get them thinking uh, about what he is to say. Amen. And, uh, and the first one, judge not that you be not judged. Adam Clark basically said this is one of the most important exhortations in the whole Sermon on the Mount that Jesus gave in 5th, 6th, and 7th chapters. Amen. Because it's a, it, 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 it applies and appeals to all of us to be able to somehow look at others and, 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 and judge them or to find them in some way that we can justify ourselves. That's basically what that your, uh, your problem is. Uh, see, we got molts in our, we got we got beams in our eyes, and and who we're talking about's got a molt in theirs. And Brother Harrison dealt with this in his ministry just just a week so ago, and uh, now I'm gonna be talking about it too t tonight. Amen. I, I will turn to um, Mark the fourth chapter in the twenty fourth verse. Amen. Mark chatted like this. Amen. Mark chapter 4 and verse 24. And he said unto them, Take heed what you hear. With what measure you meet, it shall be measured to you and unto you that here shall more be given. In other words, you, he's again making us to beware of what we hear and then what we're saying and what we're thinking, I guess I could say it that way, you know, because we are, we, we got two eyes and they're looking forward. <laughs> I 
I got notes here somewhere. Uh, I don't know how many times you look in a mirror. Uh, I, I've, I've looked at, I've looked, I think everybody in this congregation, I've looked at you four or five times already. But I, only, I can't see myself. I saw myself before I came to church. I looked in the mirror. But now I'm seeing you all the time. And that's the problem. We see so much of other people that we don't see ourselves and we don't see very much of ourselves. Two or three times, maybe four a day. Amen. You, you, look, you pass by the mirror on your way to church, I imagine, some, somewhere. Amen. And uh, we, uh, we're, we're easy to judge. Amen. That's, I'm just not, I'm just saying that's, that's in a way that I, I know that you are. <laughs> Heard a story one time. It used to be a preacher's, preacher's altar call story that if you've been to church probably or you've been around O's I have that you probably heard it a dozen times. I don't know for sure. But I heard a story and it, it just came to me in my, in my, in my studying is this and that uh, this uh, young man, he was, he was having a good time down on the lake and he was, uh, got out swimming and so forth and something happened to him. I guess he got cramps. I don't know what happened to him, but he was drowning. Somebody, there was no lifeguard, so there was, people started screaming and the man was screaming as he went down. And uh, there was a guy just, Amen. Heard all the screams and he just jumped in the water, swam out, got the guy and brought him to shore and gave him some uh, CPR, I guess, you know, whatever. And got him coming back to life. And he was a hero. He was a, he was a big, big hero because he had saved the life of this young man. And time goes by and the uh, man goes on his way and he uh, gets into politics and so forth and or I say politics gets he gets into educated the young man he decided he would enjoy life I guess and so he got into all kinds of a lot of, lot of trouble and, and in one of his escapades he uh, killed a man and uh, he was on trial how many of you ever heard that story? Yeah, old folks, any young people? Yeah. And the jury came back with a verdict that it was first degree murder and he was to be executed for his crime. And the young man walked up and he was looking up at the man. He said, I think I know you, the judge. He said, I think I know you. And what, when you, the man that swam out and got me and brought me back to life here, you know, you, you saved my life. And he said, yes, yes. And that day, that day I was your savior. But today I'm your judge. And the jury is said that you were guilty and I pronounce that you have to pay for your, for your wrong. 
that's, that's kind of a story that's been told many, many times. And I don't, I don't tell it like evangelist does. But it's a, there's a story to that. Amen. Right now, the Savior is reaching for all of us. Amen. But he's going to be a judge one day of all of us, too. Amen. And there is no mercy at the judgment. It's now that we can do, and may I just go on. Amen. With this. The Sermon on the Mount has, has uh, several stories that I say I'm, I'm telling one of those now. Verses, verses 3 and 4 is really what caused me to be on this is, 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 is this. Amen. And why beholdest thou the mold in thy brother's eye, but thou considerest not the beam that is in thine own eye? You've heard that taught. You've heard that preached. Amen. I say, Brother Harrelson, he, he, I'm not trying to add to it, but, but Jesus here is telling us that sometimes we can't see ourselves like God sees us. And we're all trying to trying to justify ourselves more than we are trying to help other other people sometimes in that. I hope I can say amen there or get you say amen on that. Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, let me I want to I want to I want to fix your your eyes. You've got you've got a speck in them. And Jesus was I mean he was a very uh what am I trying to say? He, he was very uh, uh, exalted, uh, exhaustive in the way he was trying to describe this. The beam. Uh, I, several of the commentaries were saying it was a, like a two before or, a, or maybe a beam, like one that holds up a house or whatever. And, I, you know, you got a beam. You got, amen. And the other one says you got a speck. You know, you got a, you got just a little bit that just needs wiped out. And, and, and yet he cannot see himself. Jesus is trying to talk to those folks at the Sermon on the Mount. Amen. And he's telling them how that we are, we are more prone to judge other peoples than we are to judge ourselves. Amen. It's easier to see the faults in others than the failures in our own self. Amen. Now, I'll go back to another story that's been very familiar to preach here. Not, amen. That in the Second Samuel, and I won't I won't read very much of that. The Second Samuel chapter twelve. And I will begin reading at verse number five. Amen. You, you, you know the story pretty well. You can read it. Start reading it. Verse 12, verse, verse number one. Oh, may I just read it? And the Lord sent Nathan unto David. And he came unto him and said unto him, There were two men in one city, and one was rich and the other was poor. And now you know, we stop down to verse number five. When David heard this story, he was so wroth. It says like this, and David's anger 
was greatly kindled against the man. And he said to Nathan, as the Lord liveth, that man hath done, as the Lord liveth, the man that hath done this shall surely die. And he shall restore the lamb fourfold because he did the thing and because he had no pity. And Nathan said, you got a beam in your eye. You're the man. Thou art the man. Verse number seven. Thus saith the Lord, God of Israel, I anointed the king over Israel and I delivered thee out of the hands of Saul. And you can read on there just a little bit further, even through verse number 10 if you want. But the problem was David really couldn't see that he was doing wrong or he was having it covered up. He could see the fault of himself in the eyes of others, but he couldn't see his own faults in his own eyes. Amen. Amen. So Jesus is letting us know that it's best to pray for people that is to judge them. Amen. We all have come short of the glory of God in some ways. Amen. And you know the story, I'm sure, I'm, I'm just going to say this and I'm going to leave the story of David. Nathan told him that he was going to suffer a lot of things for the rest of his life. The sword will never leave your house. Uh, you, 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 you're going to be, uh, you're going to suffer the consequences of it. And uh, you can just read through from here on in David's life and you'll find one son after another, one warfare or whatever. He just kept on having situations and circumstances in his own house. Amen. From there, there forward. Amen. St. John chapter 8. I think I'm, I'm walking around in the same subject, but we were, we're, we're going to try to cover this tonight. Amen. Let us know that it's be best just to go before the Lord in prayer than it is to try to justify ourselves by others. St. John chapter 8, verses number 3. The scribes and the Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst. Now these are these, are these, these are the holy folks. The scribes, they're the, they're the writers of the Bible. That's what they do for a living. They write the Bible over and over and over. Because there was no type or whatever. Uh, I've heard that they took them almost a year to write the entire Bible. And uh, I, I'm takes me a half a year or so to read it. But uh, they, they copied one after the other. They knew the scriptures. They were very familiar with, with all the scriptures. And the Pharisees was, you know, who they were. Amen. They didn't do anything wrong, but 
you've done everything wrong. Amen. And verse number three, uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. No, verse, no, yes, verse number three in this. And the scribes and the Pharisees brought him to, unto him a, a woman taken in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, they say unto him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery even in the very act. Now Moses and the law commanded us that, that should, they such should be stoned. But what sayest thou? Now I'll, I'll, I'll probably get to that in about several months from now. But, uh, but here's, the, here's the question. What, what do you say, Lord? It wasn't what Jesus said. Jesus was that, not asking the question. It was them. This they said, tempting him that they might have and accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he heard them not. And when they continued asking him, had the stones ready, you know, have you heard Jeff Arnold preach too much? They were ready to stone her, but they won't get permission from him or they were wanting to catch him. They thought that he might have a little mercy and they was wanting Moses and the law to back them up. Amen. But Jesus said, he that is without sin among you, let him first cast the stone to, at her. Yeah. Again, again, the guy that's got the beam in his eye. Hello? Is trying to correct others, Jesus, and really trying to get Jesus. They was, they was after Jesus on that. But if, if, now, now if, you're, if you ain't got nothing in your eyes, but you cast a stone. And all of a sudden, they turned and looked at themselves. Am I right? Then they saw, them, they, they saw themselves for who they really were. And every one of them dropped their stones and walked away. Where are your accusers? I have none. All of a sudden, they, 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 they looked at the mirror. Amen. And they realized, they realized they had no right. Amen. Because their eyes were blinded to themselves. Amen. Jesus, in a roundabout way, amen, revealed the flaws in humanity, in those, those people. Amen. Hallelujah. They were carnal-minded nature, by nature. I guess I could say it that way. And, uh, uh, they, they were living in darkness. And, and I, it, it, I'm not trying to bring that out in these scriptures here, but the problem was they were so blind. And, and, and my passage of scripture I read in here in the 7th chapter, they were so blind they couldn't see their own failures. They were so blind they couldn't see what was in their own eyes. Come on. Amen. Amen. We, we first examine ourselves. <laughs> I was talking a while ago. Amen. Maybe I can uh, 
say it, we, we, uh, we're always somehow feeling other people ought to be praying and we don't need to pray <laughs> so much because after all we know who we are and why I'm about, about, about to say something now Sister Harrelson uh, I, uh, I told Sister Harrelson tonight and I, I'm, I'm going to have to cover this up a little bit but uh, sometimes sometimes I uh, just want to say you want to touch God you want to you want to pray uh, you, you, you got a problem a situation you need to pray I'm going to tell you how I'm going to teach you how to pray tonight a little bit if you really got a need you can say Jesus it's according to how much you need him amen I I, I think that there ought to be a roar of prayer when we pray when we say, I think there ought to be a roar of prayer amen uh, got needs but we we can't really the first thing we need to do is, is repent ourselves. Repent of our failures, shortcomings, and our lack of love for people. And Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 6. I'm going to go back there. And, and please, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not being too... Rugged. Now, I'm just telling you the truth. We got to learn how to pray. If we're going to touch, touch heaven and have a revival, we got to learn how to pray. Pray out. Uh, did I hear amen? I thought I heard amen. I don't know for sure. Speak out. Amen. P please, I'm... It's, that's the need. And I'm not on that tonight, but I, that's, that's, that's something that we just need to somehow become emotionally involved in what we're praying for. Oh, God, help me. Amen. Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 21. says, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. For the light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eyes be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thy eyes be evil, the whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkened, how great is that darkness. No man can serve two masters. He's either going to he, he will either hate the one and love the other or he will, else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought of your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink or what, you, what your body, what you shall put on is not the, the life more than meat and the body more than raiment. 
And Jesus basically, uh, he, he's, he's saying that we, we're concerned about the wrong things. Amen. We, we need to recognize that if we're going to see a revival, we've got to get closer to God. Jesus is about to tell us of the great flaws in, human, in our faith. I confess I walk more by my sight than I do by my faith. I confess that. I tell you that sometimes we think that, amen, we got food and raiment and cars are doing good. Debts are, most of them have been paid. Some of them on time, some, sometime. But we're not in an, and that's okay, this is where my screaming. We're not in that condition right just now to really cry out to God like we need to. Amen. And our eyes can't see. That's what I preached a couple of Sundays ago. Lift up your eyes and look on the fields. The disciples couldn't see nothing but Samaritans. But Jesus saw a harvest. Amen. Jesus expects us to trust him more than just trust in him for our personal salvation. Amen. Uh, you can read on in this chapter from verse 26 all the way through to 34 if you want to, but I'm, I'm going to go on. Notice in verse 30, though. Amen. Let's just read. I'll read 29 and 30. Amen. Jesus was talking about Solomon. Amen. That even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like in one of these. Amen. And wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the fields, which in today is, is and tomorrow it's gone, it's cast into the oven. Oh, hallelujah. Shall we not be much more clothed? Oh, ye of little faith. Oh, ye of little faith. Now, who he was talking to here? He was talking to his disciples. He was talking to the people that's, Started the church. Amen. They were the, they were the folks, they were the 12, amen, foundations of the church. New Jerusalem. He was talking to the disciples and telling them how to trust God and believe God. Jesus said it himself, when I come back, will I find faith on the earth? I'm, I'm meddling around a little bit, but I'm still on the subject. Amen. We need faith. We've got to have faith. Amen. Oh, ye of little faith. Praise God. Now, this may not be really what you would call vocabulary. Been, uh, my grammar is not very good. But he says, oh, oh, just a zero. Oh, ye of little faith. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. 
and his righteousness and all these other things that be added unto you. Now, brothers and sisters, I'm going to tell you, I, uh, I've lived my life trying my best to take care of myself financially. Uh, I worked for quite a number of years, amen, and uh, tried to build up where I could, uh, where I could survive. And um, I, I, I told the Lord, Lord, I mean, I, I'm sorry, but I don't, just don't have the faith that I can just, just trust you for everything. Amen. And I don't believe that we ought to be that way. I think you ought to get up in the morning and have your alarm clock set and get up and go to work. But I also don't think that we ought to take our work and our, our jobs and things and leave God out of our life. There's a lot of people working tonight. They're not here. And I have, I think that they've got this job. That's, that's, that's what they, where they ought to be. But uh, I think that other people ought to, ought to be here. Amen. And y'all ought to say amen to that because you're here. You know, last Tuesday, last Tuesday there was an election and uh, this kind of goes along with what I'm talking about tonight. Last Tuesday, we had an election. Uh, I ain't going to ask how many voted last Tuesday. It was just kind of a little primary, two or three people on the ballot. But, uh, you know, I, the thing that bothers me about this election, I didn't go in there and knowing who I was going to vote for and what they believed. I had heard all about their, their opponent. My opponent don't believe this. My opponent is this. My opponent is that. My opponent done this. My, folk, my opponent does this, that, and the other. Okay, tell me what you believe. Tell me what you stand for. Tell me what you're going to vote for when you get there. I didn't know. I don't know them. They never identified themselves as what they believed. They was identifying themselves for what the other person was against or whatever. And that, that, that's in, it's, see, it's, it's, it's in politics too. Just exactly what I'm talking about tonight. It's in politics. You're always finding fault with somebody else and you won't never really identify yourself and what you stand for. I'm talking about politicians now, okay? Amen. And it seemed like Jesus here was talking about that. He was, he was talking about people that was trying to put everybody else down. I guess, get, get that molt out of your eye. Get that molt out of your eye. Amen. But, but they wasn't going to tell, I got a beam in mine. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, they seem to, amen, to find the beam or or find the mold in other people's eyes, but they can never, like I say, that's what's wrong with America. And I pray that the church gets better than that. Amen. Dr. McLaren said, the man who does not be protective and cover his neighbors as loving thy neighbor as thyself 
Amen. False. Amen. And they don't actually try to protect their neighbors and to take care of them, just like Brother Harrelson talked about. Amen. Amen. Work on our own faults. Work on our own failures. That's what Jesus was trying to get across to them. Amen. Why well, say to your brother, let me get that bolt out of your eye. Amen. And behold, a beam is in errors. You, you hypocrites. That's what Jesus was saying, okay? I didn't say that. Amen. Matthew chapter 15. Verse number one. Matthew 15 and one says this. Then came Jesus to Jesus, scribes and Pharisees, which were of Jerusalem, saying, Why do thy disciples transgress the traditions of the elders? Now, there's a question here, but it's, it's the scribes and Pharisees again. Amen. Why, why, why do your disciples transgress the, the traditions of the elders? For they wash not their hands when they eat bread. Amen. Did y'all wash your hands a while ago? Why, why, why didn't they not wash their hands when they were eating bread? And Jesus just responded to this. Here's a question. Okay, again. Why do ye also transgress the commandments of God? Not the traditions of men, but the commandments of God. He meant by your traditions. Yeah, always, always trying to find fault Amen. With beams and so forth, and and but they can't even see themselves. That's that was. That's what Jesus was saying. Amen. Why do you transgress the commandments of God? After Jesus responded to the Pharisees, the disciples chided him. You read on down in this chapter, and uh, you'll find that. Uh, just turn the page of them here and, and the disciples the disciples they came to Jesus after he said what he did to the he said then came the disciples and said unto him knowest thou that the Pharisees were offended after they heard this saying did you, did you know that you offended them when you told them why do you not amen why are you transgressing the laws of God? Uh, now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to walk on thin ice here, I guess. But, but I think the ministry sometimes has to let people see themselves. Amen. Amen. See what they need to do. Right. Jesus told them that they were breaking the laws of God. But that didn't bother them. They, they, they found a molt and they thought in Jesus' eye. Amen. But Jesus told them, hey, the beam's in your eye. You need to get the beam out of your own eye. You're uh, breaking the laws of God. And uh, oh my. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Verse number 14, let them alone. 
Just leave those folks alone. Amen. Can I read the rest of the life? Read them, leave them alone. They be blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind lead the blind, they'll both fall in the ditch. Now he's speaking of the Pharisees. Because all the thing that they could do was find fault with Jesus and his disciples or something. They, that's what they followed him around for three and a half years, trying to find something they could find fault in him. And the fault was in themselves. Am I saying that right? Amen. I, I'm going to turn. I'm going to turn to uh, verse or chapter 23. I'm not going to read it. And I, and I know that all of you, all you have probably uh, know what I'm, I'm getting to. But verse chapter 23, then spake Jesus to the multitude and to his disciples, saying, the scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. And if you turn the page in my, my Bible, 13th, 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th, amen, and, and the 23rd, 25th, 27th, 29th, 33rd, is Jesus said, woe unto you scribes and Pharisees, you're hypocrites. They come looking for Jesus for saying some word or something they could find fault. Amen. And it fits right along with what I'm teaching tonight because this man was had a beam in his eye, was trying to get the bolt uh, out of his brother's eye. And I'll read two more passages, two more passages, Romans chapter 2 and verse 1. I'm not, I'm not here tonight trying to uh, correct all of, all of our wrongs, but I do think that I want to, we, 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 we've got to focus upon the needs of others. And we've got to recognize the fact that we need to ask God to help us and forgive us. Amen. Amen. I, uh, I have said this before or told this before. A lady, poor lady, in Brother Mangan's church in Alexander, Louisiana. I forget now, I mean, I'm, I'm losing my mind, but how many years that woman came to church that she never came to church and she didn't miss a service. She never came to church without somebody with her. And his, in his, in Brother Mangan's church, there was five pews, and those pews are a lot longer than this. They, they probably seat some of them, tw 20 people. There was, they was five pews of people that that woman had personally brought to church one time. And they, they, they told them all to sit, all, all, all of them there, and he gave his, his object lesson, asked them all, whoever was in the church because of this one woman. There's, there's five pews of probably... 15 to 20 people in each one of them. And uh, she, was, she was concerned. Oh, by the way, her husband, her husband was a run, a, run a beer joint. And her car that she drove to church sometimes 
One, one time she was there, they'd been wrecked twice, but she, she got it, got to church on it. Oh my. Romans chapter 2 and verse 1. Therefore thou art unexcusable, O man, whosoever thou art that judges. For within thou judgest others, thou condemnest thyself. For thou, thou and that judgest does the same thing. But we are sure that the judgments of God is according to truth against them which commit such things. This is Paul writing to the Roman church. And he, he, he see, all, all, my, all of my talking tonight is, is judging, you know. That Galatians chapter 5, or 6, excuse me. Galatians chapter 6, and I'm going to quit. Somewhere in between these scripture pages is Galatians. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7 and 8. Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the Spirit, he men shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. Hallelujah. So what we ought to do is sow some good seed. Amen. And try to people, not trying to find fault in people, but trying to, amen, help them, amen, solve their problems. Help them to see their faults. Amen. God help us. Preaching of the Word of God is supposed to preach about the things of God to the needs of people that they can have a relationship with God just like you have. Amen. I know, I know that there's a lot of hungry people in Dothan, Alabama. I know and believe that this church could not hold the people if somehow we would pray until, and can I, can I tell you the story that just come to me, but I know that it was a, I, I, don't even, I don't even know the preacher's name, but he, uh, he told his wife, I don't know if it was Sunday night or Wednesday night, but he told her, I'm, I'm staying at church, I'm not coming home. I'm, not coming home. I'm, I'm, I'm wanting God to have a breakthrough in our church. And he prayed two nights, and the third night that he was, as he was praying, there was a man walking by the church. He was out doing his exercise at night. And he walked home and he told his wife, he said, I passed by that church. There's a car there. And the lights are on inside. Now, I don't know. It, they could be being robbed. I don't, know what, I don't know what was going on there. But that car, I noticed it last night. Or so, and... Uh, he said, I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to get my clothes back on. He was getting bed. I'm going to get my clothes back on. I'm going I'm to walk down to that church, and I'm going to see what's going on. So he goes down there, and, and the church is locked. But he knows somebody's in there, so he knocks on the door. 
And the preacher opened the door and he said, uh, well, I'm sorry, I, 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 I just... I just noticed that there was a car here and the lights were on and I was quite concerned about what was going on here. He said, I just, I just, never, could, I just never could go to bed until I found out. He said, I'm, I know why you came. I've been praying for three days or, or three nights and uh, he said, come on in. And he told him what God had been talking to him about and so forth. The man started broke down and started crying. And he started talking to him about the Holy Ghost. Amen. He prayed through him, prayed through the Holy Ghost, <laughs> baptized him in his, in his clothes. He went sloshing back down the road, down the street to his house. His wife opened the door. What in the world happened to you? What happened? What, what went on up there? He said, Oh, you would never know what happened. Amen. I, I, I found that preacher. That preacher told me. Um, praise God. Amen. I'm a changed man. I'm born again. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know what? If we ever get to praying like that, I, I just, I, I think that we could, I think we could win some souls. Amen. I'm not, I'm not looking, I'm not looking to any of you tonight to find fault. I'm just looking at all of us tonight to say, let's get with it. Praise God. Look at ourselves. That's what Jesus was all, all, most every scripture I was reading was made somehow, if we can see ourselves and see our needs, the world will want what we have. Lord Jesus, I thank you for your word. And oh God, I pray that somehow I've said something. We, 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 we just, we think, maybe we think something. Maybe we, Recognize the fact, Lord, that there is a whole lot more we can have and we're not as close to you as we need to be. I want you to hear our prayers. I want you to see our needs. And I want to hear your voice. Minister this church, Lord. Oh, God, we're here as a lighthouse for this city. Let our light shine. Let our light shine. In your name we pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And the Lord bless you. Thank you for coming.